to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. What is up, all of my beautiful souls out there? This is your host, Dr. Lynn Gobel. Thank you for tuning into the show today. So to kick off my show, listen, I want to wish my girl, Miss Erica Wilkes, a very happy and blessed birthday. So E, if you're listening, girl, I would like to just wish you many more blessed, wonderful, prosperous years to celebrate because you are truly a beautiful soul, girl. I want to give you uh, my audience, my listening audience, the vision for my show. Beautiful Soul Sunday is an inspirational podcast designed to encourage you and send you some positive vibes out there, especially with everything going on in the world. Although, you know, we do want to see changes made in regards to justice and equality. We also want to remain positive, though, and hopeful. So part of that for me is to create a platform to bring awareness in a positive light to hopefully lift your spirits as you embrace who God created you to be, which is a beautiful dope So. Each week, I would like to highlight someone on the show. So if you know a beautiful soul you would like for me to give a shout out to, you can email me at drlynn at beautifulsoulsunday.com and also give me a brief description telling me why you think that person is a beautiful soul, why I should highlight them on the show. Uh, If you would do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And I will certainly give them a shout out. Before I get into the content of today's show, on this past Sunday, amid all of the protests, at least going on in my city, I met a beautiful soul that I want to highlight to kick off the show. And I did take a couple of pictures that I will post on my social media, but her sign caught my eye. Well, actually, it caught my husband's eye um, because he saw it first. And he noticed, he noticed it because when I came home from church, I was still just relishing over the very powerful word given by our pastor. And as I was sharing some things with my husband, it, it just truly saddened me to the point of of tears, really, just to even talk about the incident with George Floyd. I hadn't watched the video purposely, and I ended up seeing it for the first time when the story aired on on the nightly news. So I just began to talk about that. It was on my mind, and I was just explaining some things to my husband in regards to how I was affected when I saw the video and when I heard this grown man cry out for his mother. So as a mother of two black sons myself, it really did hit me deep and it affected me in a way that I I really cannot even articulate it or put it into words. You know, I was sharing my feelings, literally almost just began to sob. And then later that day, 
we see this woman. She was a Caucasian woman who was disabled, and she had her sign. She was protesting, and this is what her sign said. It said, all mothers were summoned when George Floyd called out for his mama. Then it had in huge letters, BLM, which, of course, stood for Black Lives Matter. Well, knowing how I'd just talked about that very thing hours prior to seeing this lady with her sign protesting, I just had to stop and talk to her. I had to talk to this lady, Natalie Haynes, and she did tell me that I could use her name on the show, but she told me that she wanted to go to D.C. and protest Okay, but her son didn't think that it was safe for her. So what she did was she made her sign and she sat by the side of the road, literally feet away from her home. So when I went back to talk to her, I just asked her why she felt the need to protest. And guys, this is what she said to me. And she said, all I had to hear was for that man to call on his mother, who is deceased, mind you. But she went on to say that she, speaking of George Floyd's mother, she said she couldn't do anything about it, but I can because I'm a mom. And let me tell you, I was just in awe when she said that to me and I commended her, this disabled woman who wanted to stand. She wanted to stand up. She wanted to, you know, be respectful. She wanted to greet me since I took the time to come and speak with her. But she told me that she couldn't stand up because she was disabled and I just need you guys to catch this for a minute because if you have already gone to my website and read any of my blog posts, well, I think it was written on May the 9th before any of this took place with the protest, with the death of George Floyd. But I talked in one of my blog posts, I talked about Mephibosheth in the Bible, he was a man in the Bible who was lame and he was crippled in both of his feet. So me knowing that and then seeing this woman who was protesting, who couldn't stand, who was lame, who was disabled, she went on to ask me, you know, just in having dialogue with her, she said, do you have any sons? And she specifically said sons. And I told her that I had two sons and she said, are either one of them old enough to drive? And, you know, of course, I told her my older son was old enough to drive. And when I said that, she looked at me and she said, you know, I never had to give my son the talk. She said, I never had to give my son the talk. So I don't really know what that's like. And, you know, for all of my moms out there, especially my black moms, you know what the talk 
is or what that means. But she told me she, you know, she was basically saying it just wasn't a thought. I never had to give my son, you know, the talk. And that's how she put it to me. But she said to me, she said, I cannot stay silent. She said, even though I never had to do that, I never had to have that talk with my son, and I don't really know what it's like or what you could possibly be feeling or going through. She said, I cannot stay silent. She said, I have to do something and protest in my own way by sitting here at the side of the road or by the side of the road. And this is what she said to me. She said, because all we want, did you catch that? She said, all we want, she didn't say all black people want or brown people want. She didn't say all white people, you know, it wasn't about race. It was, well, (laughs) it was about the human race. Okay. She said, all we want is equality. And then she looked at me and she said, is that too much to ask? And I just looked at her and I thought, wow. And I said, listen, can I just tell you that I I wanted to reach out to this woman. I wanted to, you know, just hug her. Of course, we're still practicing being distant, even though I still snapped a picture with her. But I wanted to say to this lady who was disabled, who wasn't able to stand, that she took a stand. You understand what I'm saying? She wasn't physically able to stand, but she took a stand. And so she took a stand in her own way. And I thanked her for that. And I applauded her for her bravery. And she even told me, she said, you know, my son didn't want me to go to D.C. to protest because he didn't think that it would be safe. And she said, for all I know, it's not safe for me to sit out here on the side of the road with my son. She said, but I had to take a stand. And, you know, she even told me, she said, I think some people are afraid to speak out, but I'm not. Wow. Man, I tell you. So to Miss Natalie Haynes, she is just a beautiful soul for taking a stand for what she believed in just as a mother, just as a mom, because she was not afraid to speak out. And so for that reason, she is my highlight for this week because I consider her truly a beautiful soul. With that being said, I am going to just take a short break and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Okay, and we are back. Thank you again for tuning into the show today, Beautiful Soul Sunday. So uh, before the break, I was just talking about um, the person that I wanted to highlight, Miss Natalie Haynes, uh, for being a beautiful soul, for taking a stand for um, really what's right, what she believed in, and she wasn't afraid to do that. And um, just for, you know, uh, her bravery, I just commended her, I applauded her, thanked her, and, um, you know, wanted to just give her a shout out and mention her and just let her know that we appreciate people like that wanting to take a stand, uh, even though she told me that she wasn't directly affected, but what did affect her is the, the fact that she is a mother. And, you know, with that being said, um, later that day, I just couldn't stop thinking about this woman. And she reminded me of an episode that I saw on National Geographic years and years ago. You know, sometimes um, my husband and I, we like to watch the History Channel, National Geographic every now and then, you know, when they have some um, pretty interesting uh, episodes. So my husband and I, we were watching an episode or a segment of National Geographic uh, on it, it, it showed this particular episode showed a certain type of species of animals in a colony. You know, they were just doing their thing, living um, their life, you know, uh, being happy in their colony until a bully within the colony rose up. Okay. Which is how he was referred to on the show. I'm not calling him a bully. National Geographic did. Okay. (laughs) So, but this bully, quote unquote, rose up within the colony and he started jumping on one of the younger cubs. Okay. And I mean, you know, over a course of two days, they're filming this, assessing the situation, you know, giving uh, their commentary behind it. And this bully, quote unquote, within the colony uh, rose up and was, you know, really attacking one of the younger cubs, okay, within the colony. Well, the mothers within the colony with this particular type of species of animal, the mothers, you know, they got fed up with this bully harassing, you know, basically harassing one of their cubs, being bullied. So (laughs) all of the mothers within the colony got together. And let me tell you, they jumped on the bully of the colony. I mean, guys, they literally tore him up. I mean, the mothers within the colony, they jumped on him. They beat him. I'm not kidding you. They beat him so bad. He ran out of the colony. He had a gash in his head. His head was bleeding. I mean, they really roughed him up because he bullied one of their babies. And so after talking to Miss Natalie, this episode on National Geographic came back to my mind because just like Miss Natalie, it affected her as a mom. And I thought, listen to this, guys. This is exactly what I thought. I thought even animals protect their young. And I know George Floyd, he was a full grown man. He, you know, but his cry was the cry to me 
of a child wanting his mother because he was in distress or because he was being mistreated. He wasn't being treated justly, um, which is why, you know, the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. You know, this week for my very first episode, I actually had another topic plan to kick off my show. But in lieu of the most recent events going on in our country with racial unrest and protest and just so many things going on, I feel that I would be remiss if I didn't at least take the time to highlight the beautiful souls whose lives were senselessly taken. So to the families of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor, and to all of the communities who grieve the loss of their loved ones, black or brown, who has lived with the burden of racism and discrimination, may their lives, along with countless others, always be remembered. I want to say this. While we each have a voice, how we choose to use it can certainly bring further awareness in order to end the senseless violence and hatred of racism in this nation and really throughout the world. And I want to say this, you know, I I am not for obviously police brutality, but on on the other hand, I know that we do have some very upstanding law enforcement out there and you know don't send me any mail please over this but I just want to say this because you know I have law enforcement within my family I have friends who are in law enforcement you know we know that it's not every uh, and and I'm not for doing away with precincts and the law enforcement and all of that because I do think that we do need law enforcement. What we do also, although there are great men, upstanding men, take care of their families, uh, really do want to uphold the law in serving and protecting our communities. At this time, though, we are shining a spotlight on those who are not. Okay, and so where I am just one voice, my hope is that we can all use our many voices as one to come together in unity in order to change the narrative of race in America, where it's the land of the free, the home of the brave, and we can stand for what's right and oppose what's wrong because we all have a responsibility to seek justice and equality for all lives, especially the black lives, which do matter. Um, Because each of our actions, individually and collectively, it can make a difference. That's what we would like to see. We would like to see change, and we would like to see a difference made. I made a post over um, uh, the weekend last week that said, We are all brothers and sisters, so don't let the world divide us when God created us to love each other, and we can still love and take a stand for what's right without losing our position in the kingdom as citizens of heaven. 
And so we can still take a stand because I'm going to tell you something. People talk about Jesus and how he loves everybody, which he does. And he died for all mankind. And we know that. And I've even heard people say that God does not see color or Jesus does not see color, which first of all, he made color. So yeah, he sees color. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He sees color, but we know that he died for all mankind. He loves everybody. Yes, he does. But, you know, I'm reminded that, you know, as a young girl, when I was in my 20s, I remember hearing Bishop Jakes, T.D. Jakes, years ago while he was uh, still living in Charleston. And at that time, he was my pastor. But before he moved to Texas, he said something that really resonated in my spirit, and I never forgot it. He said, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything, And so just because you take a stand for something or just because you see somebody, you see someone taking a stand for something, it does not mean that they are discounting or disregarding something else or someone else. Yes, God is love and he died for all mankind, but God is not for people, especially his people being treated unjustly. And so we can't forget that. I say that because if God wasn't sensitive to injustice, he wouldn't have raised up Moses to deliver the Hebrew slaves out of the hand of Pharaoh in Egypt. As a matter of fact, if you read the story in Exodus, God dealt with Pharaoh himself and even hardened his heart in order to show him what suffering was like. He sent 10 plagues. He said, I'm going to send you flies. I'm going to send you locusts. I'm going to send you frogs. There's going to be darkness. There's going to be um, blood in the water. And Pharaoh, listen to this now. Pharaoh was not affected by any of it. And he could not understand it or comprehend it until his son had to die. You see that? And so, yes, take a stand for what's right, but do it as a kingdom citizen and not as a citizen of the world. It does not mean that we shouldn't stand for what's right or we're not going to stand for what's right. But what it does mean is that we are going to let God deal with Pharaoh, because if anybody knows how to deal with Pharaoh, it's God. And so the Bible says in Proverbs 21 that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. That's the scripture, you know, growing up, my um, pastor and and bishop who uh, actually passed away this year, uh, Bishop Clarence Moore, he used to always quote that scripture. I can remember him quoting that scripture when I was a little girl. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water, and he turneth it whithersoever he will. Verse two, this is out of Proverbs 21, verse two says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. It's God, God, listen, God knows what's in somebody's heart. And so not only does he know what's in someone's heart, but he knows how to deal with that person because verse three goes on to say this. I'm going to read verse two again. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Verse three says to do justice. You see that? And judgment is more acceptable to the Lord 
than sacrifice. So yes, take a stand, but speak the truth in love because it says in Ephesians 4 uh, verse 15, because when you do that, the Bible says we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ our head. So as long as we have Christ, as long as we have him as our head, you can keep your head level. You can keep your head up. You can keep it held high because you are kings and you are queens, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Matthew five fourteen says you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So be that light. We are the salt of the earth. Be the salt and shine bright. Shine bright, my soul shines, <laughs> because we are to pray for one another that we can be healed. Because when we come together and we pray for healing one for another, the Bible tells us that the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. What that means is that it continues to avail. That means that our prayers will continue to avail for our families, our finances. We will prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper because we have an advantage when we pray for our nation to be healed, our people to be healed, churches to be healed, bodies to be healed, hearts to be changed and healed, minds to be regulated, healed, set free from demonic forces uh, of oppression and the demonic forces of this world. Listen, my time is almost up. And before I get out of here, I just want to say that as we battle the health and economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic, you know, I want to give a shout out and commend all of the essential workers who are on the front lines. Uh, We so need you and appreciate you. But as we battle the health and economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic and the racial discrimination epidemic, I believe we will see changes as we do our part, big or small, to make a difference. So to my brothers and sisters all across the nation who are affected by injustices uh, and discrimination in this country, and even to those who may not be directly affected, I want you to know that you are valued and you are loved. You are necessary and your life does matter. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, my brother Brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Psalm 133 and 1 says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And we know that we will be able to see that once um, we can be a unified body. But before we try to unify the world, we have to make sure as brothers and sisters in the church that we are unified You're going to find that I always like to leave a quote with you. And this week, I do want to quote such a beautiful soul herself, American poet uh, Maya Angelou. She said, when you know better, do better. And lastly, I want to close the show by quoting my theme scripture for Beautiful Soul Sunday out of Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 3. For those who are still hurting, I want to say this to those who have sorrow, I will give you beauty for ashes.
So may our beauty and our value be seen equally by all as we dwell together in unity and in love. Until next time, remember to all of my beautiful souls out there that you are valued and you are loved by God and you are beautiful. Dope so. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.